Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Every day, all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, you guys, Gretchen got me on these White Claws, even though I've known about them and drank them for a long mm-hmm. time, but I'm obsessed. Listen, it's very convenient. It is. So even last night I was in Texas mm-hmm. and I was the end of the day and I went through so many damn houses again, Gretchen. Yeah, I bet. And... One of the builders was showing me a house he had built and he opened the fridge and there was like 20 white claws in there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
whose are those for? Because nobody lived in the house yet. He's like, they're for you. I was like, oh, oh hot damn. <laughs> How special. Yeah, listen, don't get offended, Crystal Light people. I mean, that's still my jam. That's the best drink around. Oh, okay, I know. But yeah, for sure. not as convenient, you know, as just being able to grab a White Claw. I and know, it's nice it's to true. have something in the fridge stocked that's, you know, carb friendly. Easy. Easy peasy. Yes. Yeah. You yes. guys want to go for a walk? It's, it's- let me grab a white claw. 100%. Does that make me sound like a bad mom? No, it makes you sound like a fun mom, which is who I want to live next door oh to. Oh, my God. Oh, Tab, my neighbor drama continues. No way. It, it's not really drama at all, but I'm getting to be a little bit obsessed. With the people across the street. Yeah, I like them a lot. The husband that came over with the glass yes. of beer. We talked about it on the bonus. Anyways, she has a private yoga instructor. That comes over to her house? Yeah. So why don't you get in on that? Yeah, the, I want to get in on that. That's the thing. I don't know how to make the first. Do you have any words? How do I get in on that? They also have a dog walker. Oh, they're fancy. They're fancy AF. Yeah, for sure. But I just want to know how to get in on the yoga class. How do I do that? Yeah, you got to be like, oh, my God, I love yoga. Also, maybe I could join you one day. I don't know how to. The thing is, is though, I like she doesn't know that I'm like peeking at who's oh. coming and going. Oh. <laughs> well, the next time be like, do you ever do yoga? I was doing this hot yoga oh class God. at the gym. Yeah. And it sucks that it's not open right now and blah, blah, blah. And then she'll be like, oh, I have a yoga instructor that comes to my house and be like, I'd be so down with that. That's how you do it. Yeah. Okay. I got to practice that in my head. What's crazy with you? Oh, besides the fact that I went to Texas again for 24 hours. Yeah. You're insane. (laughs) That's all that's new for me. Mostly. You guys, if you're ever in the North Dallas area, let me tell you, we go there every year, but I always forget how freaking cute it is. We stayed at the Gaylord Texan. Mm. You heard of this? It's in Grapevine. It is the funnest hotel. We took my daughter and it is Texas. Okay. They play country music when you walk in and it is big and open. They have a train running through the whole place. It's, I can't wait to take you there, Gretchy. Oh, that sounds dreamy. Dude, I can't wait to go to the Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, it's across the street from the Great Wolf Lodge, by the way. No way. (laughs) It is. And I found a babysitter to come a couple hours a week, a couple days a week, so I can actually play tennis now. So that's new in my neighborhood. So you're saying you're moving to Texas? Well, I would say we're at we're at like the 90% mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it goes back to like 25% after I tell you 90%. That's like usually how it works. Oh, I know. So. I mean, I just want to know where I'm living. So, you know, keep me informed. <laughs> you are 100% going to move there. I swear <laughs> to Jesus. Also, the gas price is there, $1.38 per gallon. Yeah, I know. I did a road trip across the U.S. of A this summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cheap. That's not always good for my husband's business. I know. The <laughs> only problem is it's, you know, it's not cheap there. Property tax. Expensive. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You know, when oil prices are down, it's probably not that good for the Texans either because. Yeah, because they all have oil money. They all have oil. Yeah. yeah. I think that the property taxes are expensive because that's what pays for schools and the schools are great. Right. Awesome. So. Then who cares? 
No, then, I mean, it's kind of a win-win. Sean was like, well, our kids don't have to go to private school. They could go to public school, but we're still paying for it. Is it more than 10%? No, we only pay one here in California. It's two. It's just no, double. We pay almost 10% in no. Orange County. Yeah. Sales tax. That's sales tax. Property tax. It's I don't one. know. I don't know. It's a lot. It's not 10%. <laughs> not 10%. You bought a million dollar house, you'd be paying $100,000 uh, a, a year. Yeah. In property oh yeah, that's in true. It must be one. Yeah. Okay. It's but 1%. it's a lot. It's a, it's real up here. Maybe it's 1.5, but yeah. Yeah. And everything's expensive. So you can't get away with it. Like the cheapest house in Orange County is like $10 million. Listen, I'll tell you my, the house that I did own, own in Orange County, which was small, I paid $800 a month in property tax. And the home that I own in Colorado, I pay $600 a year in property tax. Holy heck. So it is, it's expensive here. Yeah, it is. But not as expensive as Texas. Just letting you know. Okay. Okay. I have a story today. Do you want to hear it? Mm, Love to. Okay. So, Crutchy, this story comes out of South Africa. You don't say. I do say. International. That's not Texas. It's not, but it is called the South of something, which Texas is also the South. And, you know, I love South Africa a lot. I know you do. Uh, I went on my honeymoon there. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to take my kids there one day. So, you know, it's a, I hold that place real near and dear. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about this high profile, super beautiful couple that were real well known around town. Okay. Actually, each of them were known separately and had only recently begun dating and recent, I mean like four months. Okay. Okay. Don't you think that's like honeymoon stage? The first four months? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like you should be like head over heels. I feel like the first four years are like honeymoon stage. Honestly, I mean, I'm like 17 in. The first four years (laughs) are breeze. (laughs) For some people. I mean, some, you start throwing kids in the four years. Okay. Okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bother. Don't bother. Because it don't, it don't, it does not get easier. I know. I was just telling somebody that I was like, Ooh, you're already having problems. You already have to go to counseling before like the first year. Then you just, just move on, move on, move it on up. Yeah. Okay. So this couple from the tabloids and all the fans, Mm. they were super well loved. Their names were Oscar Pistoria and Riva Steamcamp. Okay. Are you familiar with them? I feel like I've heard this Pistoria name, but it's not ringing a bell. Riva was a real disco biscuit, Gretchy. And I mean, like, in all senses of the term. And yeah. just for our new listeners, real quick disco biscuit means like a real fun and attractive girl, someone that we all would be friends with, want to be friends with. And Riva was that. She was a model in South Africa, born and raised in a town called Port Elizabeth. 
And she wasn't always a model. She did a couple things like when she was 14, through high school, through college. But this girl had beauty and brains. Before she went to Johannesburg to do modeling and TV, she actually got a law degree and graduated top of her class. Ugh, bitches like that kill me. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want to be friends with her because she is, like, cute and fun and super smart. Yeah, like my dermatologist. The whole package. Yeah, the whole, she's the, the whole parents package. must be so proud. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So during law school is when she started pursuing this modeling and TV career, which suited her well because, I mean, she's drop dead gorgeous, okay? She actually was the first face of Avon. You know Avon? Do I know Avon? <laughs> Doesn't everybody know Avon? Everyone knows Avon, yeah. Okay. And not only was she super persistent in law, she was also the same way in beauty because she auditioned to be a calendar girl for that magazine, FHM. And year after year, they would invite her to do the audition. And then they would like say, you're too overweight. You're too white. You need like a tan. And this girl would come back every year and be thinner and tanner until she finally got the job. Oh, my gosh. Ambitious. She, and she even got the job so much she got the cover, dude. Wow. So me and you would have probably been like, fuck it. Give me a cheeseburger. I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> right. You mean I have to cut out white cloths for a week? Not likely. Not happening. Yeah. Yeah. My trainer keeps saying that. And I'm like, listen, just stop because I'm not. <laughs> Ever. I didn't drink yesterday. I mean, maybe not ever, but. Yesterday I was sober the whole day. Oh. Oh, so I'm, <laughs> Congratulations. I'm one, I'm one day. You're on day one? Down day one. Okay. 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 Aside from modeling and law, she was really into women's issues, supporting charities for abused and battered women. She would also always speak out about rape and bringing these issues to the forefront. And she was real fun. She had boyfriends. She had recently broken up with a long-term relationship that she had with like a famous rugby player. Rugby players are hot. They are hot. Mm-hmm. No. So she's like this up and coming thing that dated famous athletes. Okay. So it makes sense that she would just meet up with a guy like Oscar. Oscar who Pastoria, who went by the name Oz to his close friends. Mm, that's hot. It is hot, actually. Yeah. Or even Ozzy. I'm down with that name, yeah, too. me too. So he was super well-known, not only in South Africa, but in the world, because Oscar was known as the Blade Runner. He was born with this genetic defect where he didn't have fibias in his legs. So they amputated them before the age of one. And despite having no real legs, Oscar was super driven. I mean, way more driven than even the above average man. His athletic ability was uncanny. He started to run when he was 16 after he got hurt doing rugby. And he, he wait, ran. he played he played rugby. But not like professionally in high school. Okay. Oh, you mean how did he play rugby? Yeah. On prosthetics. Yeah. Feels like when he knocked around somebody, that could be a little, I guess they were like dangerous and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he started running and he was in the Paralympics in 2004 as a sprinter. He has won 
countless, countless medals. This guy is like crazy. And then he actually ran in the 2012 Olympics. Okay. You uh, this probably is where remember I, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember that. Because there was some controversy because he was running on metal blades. And remember, people were like, does that give him like some sort of superhuman strength to not actually be on like your feet? I don't know. What do we think about that? Well, I think he placed second in one of his races. And I want to say that they actually kind of, they, I think they do think it is, it is unfair. Well, I think I'm okay with it though. I think I'm okay with it also. Yeah. It's not like pe- people are going to start like cutting off their legs and putting on metal blades so that they can run in the Olympics. I mean, no. I think if you like train that hard you and made, it, made it there, then God bless. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So I think whichever way you look at it, this guy is like an incredible athlete. Yeah. And took a challenge in his life and overcame it with really hard work and really made it to the most prestigious game. So yeah, good. I'm pretty impressed. Okay. Not only was Oscar extremely athletic, but Gretchen, he is super hot. Oh, really? He is. So he's got a Real nice structured face with a small nose and that good like jawline. Oh, that's your type. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's muscular and he's got some tattoos. And so I have it even in my notes that he's really my type of guy. Okay. But this is not going to persuade my opinion that because some guys that are real good looking are real douchey. Right. So. Most guys that are good looking are douchey. What is it about that? You know, they never say to marry. They're like, date the like good looking ones, but never marry the like too hot ones because, you know. No, you have to marry a guy. Listen, this is what happens. Okay. The guys that are hot in like high school, don't marry those guys. Oh, never. The guy that's like the most popular guy. Nope, nope, nope. Mm -mm. You want the kind of guy that was still kind of awkward in high school that didn't didn't grow till like grow into his looks until you know older I mean that's my husband yeah that's my husband my husband too and grani in high school and then and no like you know sorry if any of his friends are listening please don't tell him I said that but he really grew into his looks and like filled out and now he's like a nice muscular hot guy yeah I agree but and same thing with Jeremiah my husband worked like Coke bottle glasses, paid for his own yeah. LASIK <laughs> when he was 19. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. he's hot, but he's now ne- he never got all that, like, you know, full attention. of himself attention, yeah. you know? So he yeah. still thinks he has to work for it, which That's I good. like. Right. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. 
Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, Get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. 
Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Rose dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink so Reva and Oscar or Oz start dating and he's a bit overwhelming in this book that I read called One Tragic Night by Mandy Weiner and Barry Bateman, they discuss in great detail accounts of Oscar calling Reva excessively over and over and over. And if she wouldn't pick up the phone, he would text her over and over. And one time she was in the bathroom, didn't call him back right away. And he's just like outside of her house. That's super creep. I know. And so they like the friends and even Reva started calling him a stalker, but like teasing him, right? Like you're, you're a fucking stalker. Don't do that shit. I also seem to think that if you are maybe driven and obsessive enough to be an Olympian, maybe in other parts of your life, you're kind of neurotic also. Oh yeah, totally. Like how a lot of like people that like get off drugs go completely the other way and then they get like obsessed with fitness yes yeah it's like which is listen mazel i've been trying to get off the white claws for one day it's really hard (laughs) okay i think it's that personality type you can just like you know focus or they drink coffee my uncle he's been i think 16 years now sober but there's always something yeah they gotta move it to something Yeah. yeah So he's a little controlling, I would say. Okay. And I don't know also if like maybe he was just used to girls always answering the phone and always being like there, right? And then Reba, she's like, I've got my own life, fool. Reba doesn't need to slow down for you. No way. No, she's super independent. And I think that maybe threatened him a little bit. So Um. as little time that they did date, they had some crazy battles and it was mostly about his controlling behavior. And we know this because we can read all their WhatsApp text messages. Do you know what WhatsApp is? No. So WhatsApp is international like text messaging app. I use it all the time to talk to Damian. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's what I, and then I talk to Cindy on it sometimes, my old au pair that lives in Germany. And so it's really highly used in other countries. In the United States, it is used, but it's not used as much. But it's like text messaging or IMing somebody or whatever. So that's what they use to message each other. Okay. So these two sent a lot of texts, you know, like any couple would do in this day and age. And most of their conversations were casual and lovely and fine. 
but there are a few conversations that draw you in deeper into like this toxic kind of relationship that they had. It's like kind of ironic because Reva spoke out so much about domestic abuse that I think a lot of times that verbal abuse is kind of overlooked. And sometimes verbal abuse isn't just calling somebody a bitch, but like manipulating them. Mm-hmm. And I think Oscar did some of that with her. Reva would put sometimes in quotations like bitch, like he said that to her, like the things that he actually said to her, he would quote, she would quote out back to him, you know, in a text. Oh my God. Four months in and he's calling her a bitch. Yeah. That's that's in where writing. Like, Ooh, that's bad. no, he would sit. No, he wouldn't call her it in writing. See, she would just be like, I'm not that bitch. And like, quote it. Like he told her that at oh. one point. And then she's like texting him like, that's not me. Right. Okay. So slowly, but fastly, because it's only been four months, these texts came through and his insecurities, I think, showed very quickly. Instead of Reva jumping ship, she kind of diffused the situation and said she's sorry and kind of tries to appease Oscar. To her friends, she was really happy with Oscar. They thought that he was definitely over the top and obsessive, but everybody says like she seemed happy despite these hiccups that she had with him. But I think like when I think about it for a minute, your friends don't always know what's going on behind closed doors, especially in the beginning. But also the cycle of domestic abuse is like, I mean, from experience and life is that the person doesn't have to like beat you up. All they have to do is make you afraid. Right. You're afraid that they're going to have some kind of volatile blow up. And once you kind of know that that is inside that person, Mm -hmm. then you start catering to that behavior and diffusing it. And it just becomes kind of a cycle around you always trying to like keep them, you know, mellow. Yeah. 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 What I'm trying to say is you can get on this hamster wheel pretty quickly and easily with someone without even knowing that you are on it. That's right. I think it just, it can happen to anyone. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. So I want to read a couple texts just to like spread some light on it. On January 27th, 2013, she writes to him, I'm scared of you sometimes and how you snap at me. Mm. She says that she feels picked on and attacked by him. And he's the one person supposed to protect her. Here's a long one I'm going to read. She says, I like to believe that I make you proud when I attend these functions with you. I present myself well and I can converse with others whilst you are off busy chatting with fans slash friends. I also knew people there tonight. And whilst you were, she says whilst, and which instead of while, right? We would say while. You were having one or two pics taken. I was saying goodbye to people in my industry and something and fix wanted a photo of me. I was just being cordial by saying goodbye while you were busy. I completely understood your desperation to leave and thought I would be helping you by getting to the exit before you because I can't rush with heels on. 
I was wearing. I thought it would make a difference if us getting out without you being harassed anymore. I didn't think you would criticize me for doing that, especially not so loudly so that others could hear you. So it Mm. sounds like he is like just kind of pissed about whatever she's doing, you know? She's got to walk on eggshells around him. Yeah. And then she says, I might joke around and be all tomboyish at times, but I regard myself as a lady and I didn't feel like one tonight after the way you treated me when you left. I'm a person too. And I appreciate that you invited me out tonight. And I realize that you get harassed, but I am trying my best to make you happy. And I feel as though sometimes you never are, no matter how much effort I put into it. I can't be attacked outsiders for dating you and be attacked by you, the one person I deserve protection from. So that sucks, man. Yeah, that does suck. So it goes on. There's some other ones where he's kind of like, he says, Angel, please don't say, oh, this is, okay, so here's another text message. Okay, so there was an incident where a gun went off that he was holding at a establishment And I think he told her about it and then kind of regretted telling her about it. So he writes her like, don't tell anybody that I did that because his friend Darren took the fault for it because he says, I can't afford that to come out. So he had somebody else take the heat for blowing a gun off in the middle of like a restaurant or something. Oh, And she's like, oh, no, no problem. I don't know what you're talking about. Wink, wink. Shady. Shady. I've heard, though, that, you know, I was kind of ignorant to there's a lot of crime in South Africa. Like, I think oh, a okay. lot of people I think a lot of people carry guns there. Maybe I would if I live there because Johannesburg, where he lived, is the murder capital of the world. It is real dangerous. I did go there one time and I mean, it is like you don't walk around at night by yourself like you live in if you live there, you would live in a real guarded, gated area. Yeah, that's what I know. I saw yeah. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. They had, uh, they lived in, they all lived in gated, you know, communities with like bars, barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Not sexy. That's too bad. No, 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 no. We have to break real fast, guys, to tell you again about one of our sponsors who we love care of. If you are like us and have a million things going on every day, the last thing you want to do is try to sort out all your vitamins and figure out what to take. With care of, they fix that problem. All you have to do is take a hassle-free quiz to determine what's best for you and bam, shows up at your doorstep. They even have protein powders, which I'm a total fan of, cacao powder and Himalayan sea salt. If you need to get back into a routine, this is seriously the way to go. It made it super easy for us. So we are offering you guys now 50% off your first order. Seriously, that's a super good deal. So why don't you just try it? Go to takecareof.com and enter code CLINK50. Again, that's takecareof.com because, you know, you need to take care of yourself and enter our code CLINK50. That's CLINK50. Anyways, she goes on. There are some that say, you know, he calls her a liar. She says she's not ever lied. And then she also writes like, I've never been a stripper or a hoe. Like she's always kind of defending herself. And she puts that in quotation marks. Like, again, like, did he call her that? Dude, that kind of behavior for him, from him, I don't like. Okay. I don't like mm-hmm. it at all. 
Mm -mm. But like I mentioned, most of the text messages, and there are thousands of them, okay, are good and nice and love, love, and they, you know, are really like a, a thing. But it's those few that really throw a dagger. So although they were together for four months, I would have to say it was pretty shaky. And on the early, early morning of Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2013, it got even shakier. Riva is sleeping over at Oscar's home like she had done, I think, even for like the past four nights. And Oscar lives in one of those gated communities like we're talking about okay, in Johannesburg. It is full of real affluent people, lots of doctors, lawyers, athletes, like this is where you want to live. The gates were guarded and the guards like drove around at night also. So they're okay, like extra, yeah, extra. It was like any other night just before three o'clock in the morning. And then neighbors started hearing what they say is a woman screaming, then a few gunshots and then more screaming, but maybe not from a woman any longer. The screams were heard by a lot of people, which is surprising to me because I think I can't hear anything from even my neighbor that lives like right next door to me. But it happened to be a really warm night because remember, it's like opposite weather than us in February. And a lot of people had their windows open for like a cool breeze. And so... From what Oscar says, his window was open also. And so maybe if your window's open and the next door neighbor's window's open, you can just hear pretty easy. So neighbors are woken up and what they think it is, is a robbery. And so they start phoning the security guards at their complex to see what's going on. At the same time this is happening, Oscar has phoned his friend to tell him that he just shot his girlfriend, thinking that she was an intruder in his home. Oh, shit. He is distraught and he's screaming, and he did. He had just killed Reva Steamcamp as she sat on the toilet in Oscar's bathroom. Now, this toilet is inside a room in the bathroom. Kind of like mine in my yeah, I like that know, big bathroom. Yeah, so it's the, a tiny little Shadubi space. Spell <laughs> yeah, in the one little room. Yeah, that's right. I wish I had that. So Riva is in this toilet area at okay. three a.m. with her cell phone and the door locked. Now, just think of that for a minute. The community starts to show up at Oscar's house his friends too. And what they see is Oscar now walking down the stairs, holding Riva, screaming for help. At this point, he's like, we need to get her to the hospital. He's crying. And they're like, put her down. Let's see what's going on. He drops her at the bottom of the stairs and friends are like, let's call for an ambulance. And it takes a long time. It takes a long time for the police and the ambulance to get there way longer than here. Okay, which, wait. So he thought she was an intruder. He's saying he thought she was an intruder. Mm-hmm. An That's intruder what he told his friend. Who went into his bathroom to take a dump before he took his stuff? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> so 
I'll tell you more in one second, but yeah. So okay. he drops her and, and a doctor passes by and says, I'm a doctor, you know, like the ambulance isn't there. And by the way, I'm like, okay, maybe this is why you need personnel to be there when things shit goes wrong. So the doctor gets there and the doctor determines that she's dead. She's been shot four times and there's brain matter coming out of her head and there's no life left behind her. So now Oscar is even more distraught. He starts throwing up and he's just having like an ultimate meltdown, which is understandable because he just killed his girlfriend. And this is when the police arrive and Oscar starts telling his story. So Oscar's story is that Reva and him had dinner around seven. They watched some TV. Reva did some yoga. Yoga, Gretchy. She liked yoga too. At night. At night. That's dedication. That's how she got on the cover. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing shit at night. Okay. (laughs) And then they went to bed at 10. They slept with the balcony door open with some fans outside and he, I guess, couldn't sleep. And then at three in the morning, she kind of rolls over and is like, why can't you sleep? And he's like, I don't know. Pulls in the fans and hears something and thinks it's an intruder in his coming through the bathroom window. So he runs on his stumps. Well, he grabs his gun, which is under his bed. He runs on his stumps to the bathroom where he says he heard a a door slam, thinking the intruder ran into the toilet area, which I don't really know. That would not be smart. That doesn't make any sense. And he's saying he was screaming, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And then shot four times into the bathroom through the door. He then yells for Reva, thinking she's still in the bed and realizes she's not in the bed. And so he grabs the cricket bat that he had, breaks down the door to the toilet where he finds her and then goes to the balcony, starts screaming for help. And that's where the neighbors heard. He's saying that's what the neighbors heard is him yelling for help and crying. But didn't they say they heard a woman screaming? They did say they heard a woman screaming. Okay. So the police are not buying it. Yeah, neither am I. And neither are you, Gretchen. Mm-mm. They did arrest him for murder of Reva Steam Camp, and prosecutors paint a very different picture of what went down that night. They think that Oscar and Reva got in a major fight, and Reva was running away from him and locked herself in the bathroom toilet with her cell phone to get away from raging Oscar. Yeah, I'll buy that. Who is actually on his prosthetic legs. And when he's so mad, he shoots her and then realizes that he just made a big mistake. And so he makes up the story to save his ass. Yeah. What I will tell you is the police work in Johannesburg on this case was no CSI. Okay, it is shoddy and inconsistent and it's got a lot of corruption going on there. And so 
The crime scene is trampled on. Oscar was allowed to wash his hands, clean up before even being taken in. The stories from the police have changed over time. Pictures of evidence were not actually evidence. They just took pictures of like his medals because they were like so enthralled that he's like a famous guy. They didn't take pictures of like the bullet casings or where they were or how the guns went off. I mean, it was really bad. Oh, God. The police detective actually got himself into trouble and is charged for murder. So there's some. Okay. Sounds like we're not going on vacation in Johannesburg. We. No matter how cheap the airfare gets. And it's getting cheap. Listen, it is a you fly in there to just go on your safari to go like take another plane. You you know, Cape, I feel like Cape Town. Isn't that where you go? You, I've heard that's a beautiful no, city. No, Cape Town is great too. It's yes, you would you would vacation in Cape Town. It's also it's just it's dangerous in South Africa. So you have to be careful. But you're not living in Johannesburg. I don't think like I would not live there. OK, I flew there cause, so I could get on a, another plane to go on a safari. That's why I went there. OK. So prosecutors are not buying what Oscar is selling. And there's a few reasons. One of them, and this is like the evidence that I like to see, right? I would actually like to see if Reva actually peed at 3 in the morning. So detective-y. Yes. Yes. Because if she did, then we know she was going to the bathroom. Right. We don't know that. We do know that her stomach was still had food in it, which they say that it wouldn't if she would have eaten at seven. So they're saying she ate later than that. I will tell you that I had an endoscopy that I had food in my stomach like 12 hours later and the doctor did not believe me that I had eaten 12 hours prior. Thought I'd like lied and ate breakfast. So it can happen. Okay. 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 I think that just means you have a really slow digestive system, which is I know I do. It stays with me from last year. (laughs) It stays right on my ass from like five years ago. Yeah. So there are some inconsistencies in his statements. Like he says that the fans were all the way outside. And then he says the fans were kind of like not all the way outside, but kind of outside. Those things to me, everything that he says is just kind of minorly off, not any kind of big inconsistencies. Okay. They say, why at 3 a.m. does he say that she rolled over and said, why can't you sleep? And then didn't see her go to the bathroom and thought she was sleeping still, which I 100% think that like she's not going to go back to sleep in two minutes. Listen, if I heard somebody in the bathroom, in my house, my first reaction would be like, hey, you know, Willow, Fred, is that you? It wouldn't be like if they're in the bathroom, it wouldn't be like, oh, God, there's an intruder. And then if they didn't answer back, then I'd be like, oh, yeah. And so I think that's yeah. what everybody's saying. He says that it was complete pitch black, dark. He couldn't see anything. and He ran over there and he shot through. And why wouldn't you turn on the lights? Like, There's all these things that's like, why, why, why? There's too many whys to this case. The case is entirely circumstantial. So basically, we just have like an he said, she said without the she being alive. So police are trying to be the she for for Reva. 
And like you said, I think there's too many inconsistencies of like the first things that you think you would do if you were Mm -hmm. in this situation. And so on September 12, 2014, he is actually found guilty of culpable homicide in South Africa, um, which is a term for like basically unintentionally but unlawfully killing a person. So he is sentenced to five years in prison. Five years? Mm -hmm. October 21st, he was sentenced to five years. The system in South Africa is different than here, Gretchen, because they... He's sentenced by a judge. He doesn't have a jury. And there's no such thing as double jeopardy. So Oscar is up for parole in just a year after. And the correction board says, yeah, we would like to see he him be put on house arrest. And so he's released in October 2015 under house arrest until December When they actually decide that, no, you know what? Culpable homicide. We didn't like that one. We're going to change that to murder. Oh, okay, good. So then Judge Eric Leach is his name. He overturns the previous conviction and he sentences him on July 6, 2016 to six years in prison. So they say, barring an appeal, that will be his final sentence until Gretchen... November 3rd, 2017. Okay. The prosecutors appeal that six years prison sentence. And in November, on November 24th, 2017, they increase it to 13 years. And then he appealed his 13 year sentence. And in 2018, he lost it. So he is still in prison and he will be up for his first parole hearing in 2023, which is not too far away. Okay, listen, here's a tip, Johannesburg. This is why y'all have so many murderers going around, why you have that high murder rate. You don't lock them up long enough. Yeah, that's maybe what I, that's That's true. what I'm hearing. Yeah, I think that this guy only is getting the 13 years because it's like high profile. Sounds like yeah. you can just go murdering somebody. And you know what? This also begs the question too. It's like, oh, okay, you thought it was an intruder, shoot him. Do you always... Do you have to shoot an intruder? What happened to just like, freeze, I've got a gun and wait for police to come? Well, Isn't I think that's how the, guns should be used. <laughs> I think if you're in the murder capital of the world, you kind of expect probably shoot everybody first, has a gun. Shoot first, ask questions later. Balls. Well, Not with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't live there and I don't know it. I know we have some listeners from South Africa, so you guys could tell us like if you pack heat and how it would go down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. I think that if he was yelling, like, get the fuck out, like he says, and he in in court, he's like recreates his like what he was saying. And he's like, he yells it like a woman. I think to get over that woman crying thing. So he's like, get the fuck out, get the fuck out like that. And then he in court is just crying hysterically. When they're reading the text, he's gagging and having like, like he's going to throw up again. So I don't know if this guy is just like overly dramatic or. Yeah. And you know what? Bitches are going to be falling for it. 
I'll oh, bet you they are. He's, he's, he's hot. hot. He's got a lot of ladies sending him love letters. Yeah, and he's okay. So she died 2013. She was 29. He was born in 1986, I think. So he's younger than us by like a pretty six years. So he's still in his 30s, like early-ish 30s. Yeah. So he's going to get out and it's going to be, he'll still have a life. It's going to be hard for him to be low profile though, you know, because he's got the blades. Well, he'll just have to wear pants. They'll be like, that's the, oh, you can't tell. When you're wearing pants, you can't tell. Listen, those blades are pretty incredible. Dude, they are. They are. There is a little girl that we see at the beach periodically. I mean, oh my God. I just love her to pieces. She has those and nothing's slowing her down. I know. She's a freaking rock star in the water. And my kids, you know, when they play with her, like they don't even know, like they, they've never even mentioned it. It's just like an extra, you know, yeah. part of her. It's just part of her because nothing hinders her. She's doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I pretty much know that you think that this is um, a murder, I was going to say, because there are a lot of theories that he's wrongfully convicted. No. There's a there's like a couple books about how he's wrongfully convicted. No. But you're not seeing it as that. No. I, I don't think so either. You know, like part of me sometimes when I was like, God, I mean, could you be that idiotic? I don't think so. Because you're a real smart person. You're a real driven individual. Like, I think, I think they did get in a fight. First of all, if you guys don't listen to us on Patreon, now is the time to join. Patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Patreon where it's on. You can get some back episodes. I know there's 12 episodes that are not on the regular. We took them off because they were like brand new. And you and know. There's months worth of regular and, Patreon episodes. Oh, there's so much Patreon now. So listen up. Follow us there. Also, okay. We're on Instagram. We have two housewives group pages, Gretchen Housewives of True Crime Keto group or whatever the fuck you want. Gretchen told me she's on a new diet today. It's called the Gretchen diet. That one, she was eating avocado right before we started. (laughs) I know, they probably heard. (gasps) Listen, I'm just eating the same thing every day until we go to to Santa Barbara. Okay. So we want to give out some shout outs. Jenny the Baker, <laughs> bless you. Do you remember? Jenny the Baker. Do you remember her? She gave us a review a while ago, and then she yeah, said, I feel like I said bake me yeah. a cake. Yeah, she was like, I, "This is my second review of you guys, but I'm still obsessed." Oh, so that was so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, they quite clank. She has like a group. They um, do Hunt a Killer Club called Mers Day, and they talk about us. So. Shout out to you guys. Rebecca from Berlin, Germany. She says, great podcast. Thank you so much. You know, my au pair, Cindy. Cindy Sue, she just moved back to Berlin. If you ever meet her, um, it's Cindy with an S. I-N-D-Y, Cindy Kraus. You guys could be friends. <laughs> Should I not say her last name? No. Well, maybe maybe Why Cindy not? needs a new friend in, in Berlin. Maybe she does. Leah Rita, she says, clink, clink, love you to Disco Biscuits. And I think that's it for this week. So 
You guys, we're trying to get a thousand reviews, so if you have not yet done so, please do so. And uh, I think that's all for the this week. Until Thursday, our bonus episode. That's right. So clink, clink. Clink.